Hi, and welcome to Talk Over Coffee. I'm your host, Danya. I hope you're ready and you have your drink in your hand, whatever that may be, a coffee, a tea, a water. And join me for today's conversation because I really wanted to dive into body positivity, more so us women shaming ourselves and feeling like we're not good enough based on our body, our weight, our stretch mark, our sizes, And it's become such a depressing issue for so many women. I know I've been through body dysmorphia and I didn't realize I was going through it, especially after I had my first son. I, you know, as you know, I had him at 20. So I went from a teenager into a woman, a full blown woman, because I birthed my first kid. So I went from teenage body to mom body. Not that there's anything wrong with mom body, but I didn't get to really develop into my comfort of being a woman and accepting my my shape, my new weight, my new, you know, things that were happening to my body. I still didn't get to embrace all of that. And then next thing you know, I am breastfeeding. I have stretch marks. (laughs) My hips are bigger. My butt is bigger. So all those new things that... I didn't get time to really mentally prepare for. And honestly, when it comes to having kids, I don't think you're ever prepared. But just the fact that I was used to looking at a skinny 115 pound, I'm about almost 5'8", girl, to 190 pounds. That's a huge jump. A huge jump. Um, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you don't look the same when you're trying, when you think you're still a medium and now you're a large, like those things you think it doesn't matter, but it does, it affects us. And we don't get to really talk about that. And it's so unfortunate that we are conformed to believing skinny is the pretty, you know, we got to have a flat tummy. We got to have um, big boobs. We got to have now everything is a big butt and hips and curves and BBLs and all these things. Um, and you know, plastic surgery to each their own. I feel like the BBL phenomenon has gotten so popular because everybody wants the curve, but guess what comes with a curvy body, a tummy, a tummy bitch we get tummies with it okay we didn't get thick just in our butt and put the weight there no you gotta get the the little pouch you gotta get the jiggly arms okay it, it distributes all over you can't just be like you know what let me eat this cheeseburger and let it go to my butt so the bbl sometimes is kind of unrealistic as to like the size when they go really extreme it's like really but i guess maybe you know certain workouts allows you to do that too i mean i try to work out where I can still keep my curves and embrace them because I have learned to love them. I look back at pictures after I gave birth to Alina, which was seven years ago, and I was way slimmer than what I am today. And I would look at myself and be like, I'm fat. Girl, where? There was nothing. I have like the kangaroo pouch on my belly and that just comes from carrying three kids in the same place so like my stomach instantly bloats you know I could swallow air and I'll look like I'm two months it just happens okay again these are things that we need to talk about in motherhood 
um, having kids, women that haven't had kids yet, what to expect. So when it happens to you, you're not so surprised why you don't look the same, why you don't feel the same. You're not. There's things that is going to happen to you that you can't believe that that's your body, you know, and we have to really support our women postpartum. We really have to support our women even without having kids because things happen. Like as soon as I hit 32, that was another thing. Like instantly, instantly my gut changed. I just didn't know what was happening anymore. I couldn't just eat whatever I wanted. I felt like that's when I really started noticing I was gaining weight in my early 30s. I'm going to be 36, but still, when I look back at photos, really taking body pictures, taking pictures of yourself, taking pictures of your face, forget a scale. Forget a scale. The scale is toxic. Break up with the scale. Break up with the numbers. Break up with the scale. The only thing that you should determine your weight on is your health, first and foremost, and how your clothes feel on you. If you feel good in your clothes, then you are where you should be. And you know what? If you don't feel good in your clothes, throw them out. Throw them out. I forever, 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 ever, as soon as I have my kids, every time, again, body dysmorphia, thinking I'm huge, which I wasn't, but it was just that idea of going from my mediums to my large very different never you know when you're used to wearing the same size and then you're not it's it shocks you well I would force myself not to shop or buy new clothes because I would say hmm I have to lose weight so I could fit back into this size whatever I was before I got pregnant I have to fit back into this so I would almost punish myself from feeling good, right? So that way I can lose weight and then reward myself with clothes that fit in my new weight because I don't want to waste money on clothes because I'm going to lose weight. You get it? It doesn't work that way. You know why? Because through that process, I'm feeling down. I'm feeling more insecure. I'm feeling depressed about myself. I don't want to go out. I don't want to get dressed because I'm fat. I'm big. I don't feel good in my shape. I don't feel good in my weight. So I don't have anything to wear. And then when you try to fit in your clothes, hello, it's going to be a constant reminder of who you used to be. So of course you're going to feel like shit trying to fit in your clothes that don't fit you. And then that's when the real body dysmorphia happens because now you're like, oh my God, I'm so big. I don't fit in this. No, no. It's just that you didn't buy the clothes to accommodate your body now. Do not punish yourself. And then eventually you will get there wherever you need to get. Because guess what? Through that process, you're creating a stress hormone to be released into your body. Cortisol, which is steroid, which, which holds on to fat. So no matter how hard you're going to push, you're releasing hormones into your brain. That's like you're telling your brain tell my body it's ugly and fat and now I'm depressing my body now my body doesn't want to work with me because I'm being nasty to it I'm treating it bad I'm being disrespectful like this is the vessel that cares for me and takes care of me and I'm over here like you ugly you fat you this you that no so when I finally had the uh, epiphany 
that I need to start buying clothes that fit my body and not trying to fit my body into clothes that don't fit me, life-changing. Because then guess what? I started getting more confident. And with that confident, I came, I became more secure with myself. I started buying workout clothes or exercise clothes or fitness clothes, whatever you call them, to fit my body. So now when I am exercising, I love what I'm wearing and I look good in it because I'm not trying to squeeze. These clothes are already tight. Exercise clothes, leggings, sports bra, them things are tight and uncomfortable already, as is. So why would I want to try to squeeze into something that's uncomfortable? No, I bought my appropriate size. I bought colors that I liked. I, I wanted to wear them. And when I put them on, then I was like, you know what? I already have it on. No excuse. Let me go for a walk. Let me lift up some dumbbells. Let me, you know, and it just created a momentum. And that's what you need. You need to find a momentum in yourself to feel that security, that confidence within yourself, because we really need to be kinder to ourselves. Honestly, when I say don't talk about your body like that, you are by you thinking the thought that you're ugly and fat and insecure and this and that and I get wait, you're talking down on yourself. So what do you think you're going to create? You're like bullying yourself. You're bullying your body. So of course, we're all going to fall into into dark places and depressive states. And it's just, it's, it's a domino effect. So start with yourself. Tell yourself, no, I'm beautiful. Let me put the scale away. Go based off of clothes. Buy yourself a dress, an outfit. Make it a goal outfit. I want to fit into this. Buy your appropriate size. Let me put it on. Let me take a picture. Okay, this is what I look like now. Let me take a picture and we can see what I look like with it on. You'll see a difference. Matter of fact, don't even do that. Just take a picture of yourself. Take a video and do a twirl of your body. And see when you dedicate yourself to your health, your fitness, how much you can achieve. And honestly, what worked for me was doing exercises that I enjoy. Because I was out here doing crazy stuff doing hits a hit like high intensity training following people on youtube the fitness classes going to the gym never had a gym by the way never had a gym membership never i birthed three kids i lost all i lost not all my weight but i lost my baby weight all my weight just by going for walks doing squats in the like doing things in the house i never i got a membership in uh 2019 the end of 2019, because that was my biggest weight I'd ever been, um, not pregnant, right? So I was like, something has to change. And I went to the gym and that was short-lived because the pandemic happened. So now I just do workouts that I enjoy, what I like doing. And I focus on strength because I want to be stronger. I want to have muscle definition and toning and things like that. I'm, I still have my pouch. I feel like that I will always carry because it's part of my life. Why am I? Why do I have to work so hard to cover up that I had kids? Aren't they out here in this world? How do you think they got out? Why do we have to put this pressure on women that they need to snap back? Snap back and pretend it never happened. Why? Why is that? It was so hard after I gave birth to Amir and everybody that knew me before I had Amir. And people that saw me after and people's reactions and faces to my body and how I looked, you would think I had some crazy, you know, I don't know, 
weight gain or something like obnoxiously different. And people's reactions and comments were so mean and so unnecessary of like, oh, so you're you're trying to lose weight, right? Or, oh, you got bigger. Look at you. Oh, you look nicer. You're more fuller now. And it's like, really? Really? Do you know I'm battling postpartum right now and this is what you want to tell me? I'm I'm I can't even believe I'm a mom at 20 and you, this is what you want this is this is your your sound advice to me. This is what you say. And of course, being the person that I am, I was still, you know, reserved. Reserved in a sense of like I did not want to be mm, out and coming out of my face and saying things I shouldn't say because I'm a respectful ass bitch, so you know. <laughs> but I guess that's why I'm such an um, advocate that when I see women, not I guess, I know I'm an advocate for women. When I see anybody give birth, I'm like, oh, you're so beautiful. You're amazing. Look what you just did. You created life. You know, these are the things that you should be saying to a woman. Not, you look bigger. No shit. No shit. I'm a cow. How's that? I'm, I'm leaking milk. Okay? Just gave birth. Still bleeding cramping and you over here want me to worry about my weight are you serious like people think that just because you spit out a child out of your out of your vagina that you're instantly gonna deflate wow the pressure of society is amazing oh oh let a mother listen to this listen to the hypocrisy let a mother a woman give birth and she has this pressure to snap back. You see these poor women wearing waist trainers and things. And it's like, oh, why are we thinking that way? You need to worry about your mental health. You need to worry about your newborn. You need to worry about getting better. You need to worry about so many other things than your looks and your, excuse me, and your weight gain. And guess what? Where's the pressure on the father? Huh? What did he give up? In the 10 months, because it's 10 months, inside of everybody saying it's 9 months. It is 10 months. 40 weeks is 10 months. You can have birth at 9 months, but you are supposed to go full term, which is 10 months. Okay? 10 months pregnant. In those 10 months, then you have postpartum because now you're breastfeeding or healing or whatever the case is. And guess what? You're still not able to do what you want to do. So you're talking over a year, our body, our vessel is not ours and it belongs to what we just did by giving life, creating a human being. Not creating, but carrying, you know? What has the man done? What has he done? What has he done? Did he give birth? No. Did he get stretch marks? No. But guess what? If he gains weight, nobody says a word. So dads, there's this stupid... Ugh, called dad bod okay a dad bod what the hell is a dad bod why because you're a father now it's okay to let yourself go because now you're with the woman and you settled and you don't have to look good no more because you're a father and you don't have time based on what based on what we give birth we give birth to life where stitches or you know c-section or, you know, stitches as an episiotomy or just trying to feel normal, trying to like realize what just happened to our body, what just came out of our body, trying to get over that mental experience. And the men 
don't go through that. But yet we excuse them when they gained the weight, but we don't excuse the woman because she gained weight and carried life. Why is that society? Why is that? Why is that when it comes to the man, we give him all the excuses for his weight gain. Meanwhile, he didn't have to give up nothing. He didn't have to give up nothing and he still gained weight. Meaning, women don't drink alcohol. Can't eat, let's say, sushi, raw fish. Um, You could be um, gestational diabetes. You could be a diabetic. You have to change your whole diet. Oh, what about all the nausea and the throwing up that some women can't even keep anything down? While the man is stuffing a freaking burrito in his face. So why is it that we give man the excuse for his weight gain, but not the woman? Why is that? And a woman goes through diet changes, goes through health changes while pregnant. Let's not forget, most of the time she's the one waking up in the night because she's probably feeding while the man is sleeping. So he's resting. She's not. That makes her more cranky and irritable. Irritable. I don't know how to say that. But you know, like a bitch because I didn't sleep so good and I'm contracting my uterus back to normal size and breastfeeding and things are coming out of my body in places that it won't stop okay while the man is sleeping peacefully oh how lovely so guess what when i say when i say a man ain't shit he ain't shit because i dare i dare anyone to come and tell me that they've never seen a man get sick and pretend like he's on his deathbed Fight me on that because we go through period cramping, which are equivalent to contractional pains, and we take epidural for and, and painkillers for. But we get those every month and we do it with no painkillers and no epidural. Okay. Imagine if a man had to go through cramps, what would happen to them? Done. They wouldn't be able to move. I could go on and on about this subject. And you know what? It's just more about us women. Being able to speak kinder words to ourselves first and each other. Like, don't tell a woman anything but positive words, especially after birth, especially after you see a girl weight gaining. Listen, sometimes we have hormonal imbalances and we don't understand why we're gaining weight. You think we don't we don't fucking see it. You don't think that I see that I'm fat and I got a double chin. You think we don't see that our cheeks are bigger. You think we don't see these things and then instead of you encouraging me to be better you're just like pointing out the obvious so now i feel more insecure don't do that be better and men men if you are expecting your woman to snap back after birth uh, take your ass to mars take your ass to mars because it's not happening you need to change your mentality because guess what you got that nasty beer belly And your ass don't look like no Calvin Klein model to me, so I got to look like a Victoria's Secret model, okay? We're going to match. We we equal here, okay? It's equal opportunity in our body. So if you have a man that's telling you, oh, you fat, you this, first of all, he's an asshole, and you should never be with a man that's talking down on you. Second, if you see that he's gaining weight, and you're gaining weight, and you're the only one doing something about it, you need to check him. Okay, because the same way they expect us to have a flat tummy and they out here with their big ass bellies, their beer bellies. 
it needs to go both ways. So no excuses on the man's part. However, society as a whole needs to do better too because there's too much pressure on us, way too much for us to always look good, look good, look good, look good. I mean, we've got hair extensions, eyelashes, eyebrows, nails, tans, um, laser, uh, BBLs, uh, implants, uh, fillers. I don't see the men going through all that. But who put that pressure on us? Who? It was, it, it, it was not like this before. I feel like it's just at an all-time high. And we got to learn to accept ourselves in a sense of, like, do it because you want to do it, not because somebody else is making you feel bad about yourself. Love yourself, ladies. Love yourself. I'm probably going to do a part two on this, so stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Any feedback is good feedback. I appreciate you. Bye.